Hello everyone, welcome to GeoTalks new episode. We are here with an interesting topic again after a short break. So Andrei Gorb with me, he's segment manager, mobile mapping solution at CHC. And we will look out for airborne lidar technology and the latest news on that this topic. So hello Andre, welcome again. How are you? Hello Amres, thank you. I'm fine. Uh, hope everyone is fine in uh, this terrible time yeah, due to lockdowns in the, in the countries. But I hope uh, that everything will be okay. Business will come back to a good positions. Yeah. And finally, you know, we can meet each other face to face like it was on Intergeo and other exhibition before. Yeah, we hope so to see uh, our friends face to face. So uh, before diving into the topics, uh, let me start with your story first. Uh, please tell me about yourself. Who is Andre? Um, so about myself. Uh... I worked already more than three years in CHC navigation and uh, responsible for this mobile mapping segment in general. Uh, when I said responsible, it means uh, I should look for hardware development and software development, what innovations is coming, what is the trend uh, generally on the market, not just surveying trends, but also different technologies, tablet, internet, IoT. Uh, how we can implement some things in our solutions to make uh, our clients more happy, watch the trends from our competitors and other, uh, and other manufacturers. I'm also looking for a general business development, our sales network, how to make our partners stronger with the trainings, with the demos, uh, with promotion materials. Um, also, uh, one of the tasks for sure is to bring a budget to our company, to our management team. Uh, I think we have a success here, quite good growth, even though virus time, the company have around 56% growth. And uh, before seven years, I worked with I worked with Leica Geosystem on uh, CS region, the post-Soviet Union countries was responsible for sales of HDS segment, which is like uh, today, like I call it TLS, terrestrial laser scanners. Mm -hmm. So thought before also three years work with a, on a, like a partner, local partner in Ukraine. So I'm Ukrainian and still live in Ukraine in Kharkov. Mm -hmm. uh, mainly travel before uh, 2020, just travel two, three weeks in a month to China and uh, to different locations of uh, our company and partners office around the globe uh, now need to stay a bit home decreasing uh, trips um, I have uh, two, two backgrounds two educations uh, master degree for computer engineering and mm -hmm. the master degree of surveying uh, construction of vertical buildings Mm, yeah, actually yeah. that's it yeah it's a really nice journey for you i think and it looks interesting if we come back to the main topic actually the last four, five years had been a huge milestones for leather industry the full system weight decreased from 50 to one kilograms 
the number of pulses increase, and now we see multi-photon lidar. Do you think that this is only beginning of the rise of lidar, or uh, where we are in uh, this age, age of lidars? Mm. What do you think about that? Uh, so, uh, my personal vision here, just a personal. Mm -hmm. Don't say I'm hundred percent right, but for me this uh, this time we live on the same uh, same situation as HDS terrestrial scanners got 12, 13 years uh, before. Uh, for example, in two thousand six, I got we got a first Leica scanner in Ukraine. It was a scan station, yeah. And those mm -hmm. time, uh, no one know in our country, so in Europe. Uh, just a few companies got uh, scanners, start to invest in Cyrex, in uh, mm -hmm. um, Regal itself, and different manufacturers. Yeah. So those time technology of HDS was just rising, uh, and the cost was 100, 120,000 USD per unit. Uh, today, the scanners became the same traditional surveying product as a total station or GNSS. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, more lighter from 12 kilo kg to uh, 1 kg, 2, 3 kg, uh, faster speed. Instead of two hours, you wait just a few few minutes for panoramic scan. Uh, and the price, for sure. The price is important and it was uh, a big decrease here. So same for airborne solution. Yes, you are right. They became lighter. Um, they became cheaper. In two times and three times, we can see now how uh, Livox democratized the market with this L1 uh, UAV scanner, uh, airborne leader, yeah, uh, and product based on based on this leader completely decrease the market and make it really democratized to bring the solution to people yeah. who never touch a scanning technology. Yeah, they even never think to uh, to put a leader on UAV. So price decrease uh, is also very important and it's not um, it's not fighting with the performance of the solution because the leader is still even with decreasing of price but they still have a long range scanning uh, try to achieve quite nice absolute and relative accuracy and finally a nice homogeneous data uh, on the final object of interest uh, but for me this decreasing of price, it also mean, uh, you know, when we compare tr traditional mobile mapping from mm -hmm. ground, from vehicle, with the airborne, uh, with the UAV or plane, mainly with UAV, because on the plane, for sure the pilot will control conditions of plane, of, uh, of weather around. He don't want to destroy uh, this big machine. Yeah. For the UAV, the statistic told uh, that one day each, each UAV can fall down, yeah, can be destroyed. So before I remember this last two, three years for users, it was a big risk to put a very uh, co uh, big cost machine, which which cost 150, 200,000 USD on a UAV. Yeah, it could be big UAVs, yeah, multi-rotor or fixed wing UAV. But it's, it's a very big risk for them because one day they know due to human factor, due to machine factor, it could be destroyed. Yeah. So now, uh, with decreasing of price, more and more we see uh, more and more clients 
try to use the solution on airborne, on UAV, not just on uh, traditional ground uh, vehicle platform. No. Actually, you answered my next questions <laughs> in one. And so I will go to the next one. Uh, so uh, we see leader in our cars, in our phones or tablets. What are your future expectations of leader usage? Of? Because it's, uh, it's really uh, uh, increasing extremely in these days. And uh, what do you think about that? Um, for me, uh, again, when, when the leaders just knock to, to the market, yeah, the, uh, the main application was we can count on, on one hand. It was a volume calculation. Mm -hmm. Like in open pit mines, it was some topographic survey for for the topo drawings, um, and mainly that's it. Yeah, we said okay for the for example for the road construction was not good to use an airborne leader, better to use a total station or levels or again mm -hmm. mobile mapping sensor from the car closer to the asphalt surface. So also for vertical facets of the building. It's not good because you cannot uh, bring uh, UAVs. It was a big UAVs, first of all, yeah. It, just last year, we start, or manufacturers start to use a small compact UAVs, such as uh, DJI Matrix 300, uh, with a very lightweight leaders. Before, it was quite big machines. So your total weight of a UAV plus leader was maybe uh, 20, 30 kilo. And it was mm -hmm. many regulations. Uh, in Europe, in uh, North America market to bring uh, this UAV inside the city. Uh, so we can count these applications, as I said, on the one, uh, on the fingers of our right hand. Now, uh, with reducing the weight of UAV and the leader, with increasing the absolute accuracy, because now it's not just a matter how manufacturers of leader uh, solve the problem of accuracy. Yeah, still, mm -hmm. like the liner accuracy of each leader could be one two centimeter, uh, not not same as terrestrial scanners. But uh, many manufacturers know how to improve accuracy by the software algorithms, how to decrease the uh, cloud noise, uh, how to improve absolute accuracy by ground control points and strip adjustments, whatever. So mm -hmm. totally, we could say accuracy we know how to improve that's why more and more applications finally uh, came to market now i see that some uav is able to fly uh, in the tunnels on the big tunnels yeah with some uh, collision avoidance sensor so it means we can bring lidar with a slam based technology uh, because somehow we need to measure trajectory inside without the gnss uh, updates so with a slam we can bring them inside the channel or inside the building. So mm -hmm. we start to make some mobile scanning survey. Uh, and you know, in some tunnels in underground mining, it's not possible yeah. to walk, for example. There is some some mm -hmm. places where people, it's dangerous to bring sure. the people. So that's why uh, UAV data acquisition with LIDAR make, make it possible, make possible for monitoring applications, again, for some uh, tunnels check, for 
construction after blasting inside the channels. Uh, this is kind of new application. Another, we come back to the roads because now, uh, from my experience, uh, if we place a time, take a time to make ground control points to improve accuracy finally, we could achieve around one, two centimeters uh, of absolute accuracy with the airborne leader. Uh, we got some, for example, we got some experience with uh, our Chinese clients. Uh, it's, there is some national pro program inside the China. They want to map all the power lines in the country. So that's why they purchase a big numbers of the leader. And during the test, um, they use our leaders on helicopters. And you can imagine on a 400 meter uh, AGL, uh, the leader show three centimeter absolute accuracy without any improvements. So still mm -hmm. means you can improve. That's why we could finally bring the leader to uh, asphalt check. One day for sure it will come because still manufacturers, they improve the hardware itself. They improve accuracy by the software. More and more algorithms will come in the future. So it's same as the TLS. Yeah, before the scanners, we talk about three, four centimeter accuracy. Now we talk about one centimeter or even less. Same will come with leader. More accurate genesis and dynamic sensors will come. More accurate leaders will be itself. More better software algorithms will be on the market on the next years. Uh, that's why I think uh, still for the applications like monitoring tasks, like um, again, road construction, a civil construction, the building construction, uh, more often we will see airborne leaders and the UAV uh, on this kind of application. Thank you. CHC uh, navigation also uh, has launched a new airborne leader in the past few days. So, uh, you know, uh, we published an article about that product and then we received many questions about the details. So, uh, would you please summarize Alpha Air uh, 450 uh, one more time for our followers and then i would like to ask you the uh, three questions from them okay okay so uh, you know general idea general idea of chc mobile mapping segment we mainly focus on final accuracy and the data quality and when we established our in the center in wuhan in 2016 the main task was to bring uh, the highest possible quality. That's why uh, before, in 2000, from 2016 to 2020, we focusing mainly on uh, high-end market of solutions, uh, where we use a Regal scanners uh, with one of the highest accuracy, where we use a big, robust IMUs with very nice uh, raw pitch and headed performance, a high-end genesis. And uh, finally, with uh, Alpha Air 450, we moved for, uh, let's say, low-cost segment, but it's, it doesn't mean low-quality segment because here, yes, we use uh, uh, lower-cost lower leaders, lower-cost lower IMUs, mm -hmm. uh, but we try to bring this technology uh, to the mass market. Mm -hmm. As I say to the people who maybe have a stress uh, to install leader on UAV, uh, to the people who never have a budget of 200,000 USD to buy a leader and the UAV. And, so and the, the integration, who... and, and this integration is 
really make hard uh, sometimes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we try to make it very simple to operate with just one button, make it cost effective. Uh, but as I say, we don't want to comprom compromise with the data accuracy. And uh, I think we achieved quite nice results because we sold quite big numbers already on the market, on different markets. And just now, I try always to ask our end users and clients. For sure, we have a sales team. They made their jobs. Even sometimes I just got a news that unit is delivered somewhere, maybe to the Latin America, to uh, Ecuador, for example. And then I try to reach the final destination to ask client, okay, how is your first feeling? How is the data? And right now we just got a positive feedback uh, because by this machine we use quite precise IMU. We really try, as in our R&D, I could find uh, like three, four different models of IMU for each sensor. So they try, when the always new IMU came to the market, we try to test it on different environments to make a stress for it. And finally, I think we select one of the best, uh, which can work with this uh, Linux leader. And that's why we achieve a very nice absolute accuracy and say we know how to improve it by software. Uh, so still positive feedbacks. Uh, and the main idea with this airborne leader, Alpha Air 450, was to democratize the market, to, to make same uh, what the scanners make uh, over the last five, six years, to bring solution to everyone. Not just to the, you know, a government mm -hmm. level of companies or the company who signs the million contracts. Mm -hmm. Bring it to each surveyor who maybe uh, just use a GNSS before. Yeah, that's the point. I think the most important. And let's uh, check the questions. Yes. Uh, the first one is: Do we need another software to process the lidar and cam data? Uh, mm -hmm. No, uh, no, you know, before, again, it was idea, before, uh, with a leader, you need to spend uh, quite volume and amount of money for the software. Uh, one software before users need to uh, just use to process trajectory. Another software they need to mm -hmm. use to stitch this trajectory to point cloud, to generate yeah. the pictures, because with leader also you have a camera, uh, and then to colorize finally a point cloud. A third uh, software package you need to use to final data extraction. We try to combine everything, uh, work, is, work with some, uh, with our, again, with our IMU partner for the algorithms, work with some universities for the algorithms. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the Wuhan, as our R&D based in the Wuhan, there is mm -hmm. some famous surveying university for the world. And uh, some really good brains work there and also in our company. That's why we spend some time and finally make one software, uh, which name is a Copri, CHC Copri. So in this software, uh, you put the raw data, trajectory, so it means um, raw GNSS data from your GNSS board inside the leader, the IMU data, base station data, because we use a post-processing. Then you put the raw leader file, a camera, pictures, yeah. and starts with a few clicks for sure uh, you start to make the processing so finally the final uh, results from the software will be aligned uh, point cloud 
real colors and the pictures and you can export this data in different formats yeah so all these things like trajectory point cloud generation pictures you process in one in one software then mm -hmm. our users they are flexible to select uh, which feature extraction software or let's say cut software they want to use it could be from our portfolio it could be co-process and we always put it on the package to this leader so the leader came with copy and the co-process but uh, if there is a gs user they maybe uh, try to use some other software like rgis like orbit gt for the gs application there is some CAD users who focus really on point cloud accuracy uh, not just to count some objects so this uh, client they could use some CAD software like again products from autodesk uh, from topodot or terrasolid whatever different kind because the mm -hmm. formats uh, of point cloud they all are standardized today it could be ls lz ptx e57 so different software can use this, uh, point cloud so we give a choice to our clients because some of them already could use some software yeah from to process their total station data or gnss or make some cut drawing so that's why we are flexible but one software is needed to prepare all the data for the final feature extraction okay uh, the next one is uh, about colorization of point cloud data uh, is Alfair using the camera for the colorization of point clouds yeah. or uh, is it producing geotech for photos yes so uh on two questions easily i could say yes uh, because inside this leader we have a gnss we have imu so all the pictures raw pictures a jpeg file they will get a coordinate mm -hmm. uh, and advantage again advantage of leaders compared to photogrammetry i don't say photogrammetry no uh, it's a wrong decision no uh, we will not compare photogrammetry here with a uh, airborne UAV scanning because it's two different technology. Both have advantage and disadvantage. But one of advantage of uh, airborne leader scanning compared to photogrammetry, you don't need to use a ground control points because you always have a um, leaders use a um, GNSS and IMU position. Mm -hmm. That's why your pictures will have a geotags. For sure, you can improve absolute accuracy with ground control points uh, mm -hmm. and make your data better. So yes you get the geotex and uh, yes we have a camera so our alpha air 450 have two capturing sensor one is limox leader and another is 24 megapixel camera sensor both get the data and in a copy when you process your pictures and you process your point cloud in, in user coordinate system finally one of function function will be to colorize points uh, with the RGB information from the camera. So finally, the point cloud will have a different uh, information for colorization. It could be intensity, it could be real colors, uh, and some other like uh, noise, uh, single colors, uh, time, uh, time information to colorize by time value. So, but RGB, yes. Yeah. The last one is uh, the software has using any auto catching tools to define power lines, roads, or uh, roofs. 
Yes. So, uh, but as, as I said before, we have a two different software. So Copri, it's a data preparation, uh, trajectory processing, point cloud processing, pictures processing. Finally, when you export your point cloud, you can put it in our coprocess. And this is a, a CAD-based software. And uh, we have a different models inside this coprocess. And one of it, it could be a, a power lines check, where algorithms detect the power lines, detect the two poles and the cables between. Um, then you can run collision avoidance algorithm because uh, in the software we can uh, differentiate the surface, we can uh, surface the vegetation, the trees, the buildings, the cars, 12 different classes right now, uh, some noises, whatever. So then the algorithm starts to classify and check uh, the cable uh, mm -hmm. class with the trees and buildings class. And when it's mainly the trees, because trees can grow, yeah, the buildings will not grow with the time, yeah. but trees can grow. So it tells, okay, this tree could make a collision, could make a damage to the cable on this time. Mm. Uh, it shows a vector, it shows final error port with all the points which could make a collision. So uh, user need just to make uh, some parameters uh, of this for this check. Uh, this, for example, size of the frame, and then the algorithm will be completely automatical and finally show all the results in reports. Also, we have some. Uh, automatic detection of uh, road lines, uh, trees, poles, uh, some other classes. We also, day by day, or month by month, we improve these algorithms to try to put some new functionality. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, we have this aut uh, automatic classifications. Okay. Uh... Thanks, and here we come to the end of the episode. So thanks for that great conversation and sharing your opinions. And thank you, Andreas. Uh, thank yeah. you for the invitation. It's really uh, nice to hear. Uh, yeah. So from so, my side, as I say, I just want to wish our uh, our colleagues uh, who will uh, heard this uh, meeting just to have a strong health uh, on these days try to get a good time with the family good prod projects uh, finally to use the leaders in their daily workflow and for sure one day i hope that all of us can meet uh, face to face on some physical yeah. events yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way uh, our audiences may want to reach out to you after the episode so, uh, would you like to share your accounts or email address to find um, you easily? Uh, the, the because 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 we saw that they have more questions. <laughs> maybe maybe they would like to. Uh, yes. So uh, one of one of easy way is always to uh, get to our web page uh, chsnav.com, and mm -hmm. there is a feedback form, and usually I got. Uh, all the requests for mobile mapping, for sure we have a sales team, but I'm also looking for the requests, so it's easily to find. I will get all requests from my users uh, from the web page. Another mm -hmm. thing, uh, on the LinkedIn, I'm Andre Gorb. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find me on the LinkedIn. And uh, my email is uh, andre 
underline gorp chsnap.com doc and chsnap.com okay thank you again thank you for your time thanks for tuning in it was a tasty conversation for us i hope you liked too if you want to get an alert from new episodes don't forget to follow us on serving group official social media accounts Would you like to be our next guest? Please send an email with the address podcast at servinggroup.com and attach a little description about you and working side. See you. Bye.